Welcome to the United Cast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Man United. I'm your host, Matthew, and uh, today I'm talking about Man United's 1-0 win at home in the Premier League against West Ham just before a um, uh, break, winter break, whatever. I don't know why that's happening, but it is. Um, wow. Uh, I was right about Rashford. I'm glad that I was right about Rashford. Um, you know, last minute winner. Um, I've calmed down since, as you can as you can tell. I, I, I like to just talk in a calm manner when I'm doing episodes. There's no point in me sort of screaming or anything. But um, obviously, if you've listened to uh, me talk about things before, you you probably already know that. Um, lots to lots to dig into because again, as I as I've said in previous United Cast episodes. This is a, um, football's a game of two elements, which is the performance and the actual result. Sometimes you don't get the result that you deserve from the performance, and sometimes you get the result from, that you don't deserve from a bad performance. Um, and sometimes it can be a bit in the middle, maybe get a bit unlucky, maybe get a bit lucky. Um, today was one of the games where we certainly got lucky. I think, and uh, there, there's, I, I do have a lot more negative things to say than positive things, obviously, you know, a game like this where you score right at the very last second with, what, 10 seconds to go or whatever, you're ecstatic, you're happy, you know, you, you, you've gotten the win, but then you do have to look back on the game um, and think, you know, why, why, why did it require us to win the game in that manner, um, you know, why couldn't we score earlier, why couldn't we score more goals, what happened? Um, but I, ju- I just want to stay on the topic of Rashford for a minute, um, because, you know, as of about a few weeks ago, before these two impact sub appearances, uh, Rashford was in particularly bad form, and I was seeing, you know, a lot of people saying about, you know, oh, we should sell him, he's not up to it, he's focused too much on the kids, of course that's always a default excuse for why Rashford's bad, is like, oh, he's focusing too much on the kids, and what I mean by that is obviously where he's helping young families or families with young children or whatever um with uh you know with what he's do- I, I think everybody knows what i'm talking about you, you know the situation that he's been helping out for the reason that he's got an mbe basically um is always used as a default excuse now as to oh you know rashford's playing bad because he's helping people no no it's it, it's not really um but anyway i i just I mean, me me saying I'm right about Rashford isn't me sort of bragging and being like, oh, look at me, I was right. It's just sort of, I was right, but it was good. It's good that, that I was right in terms of you got to either drop him from, when he was in that bad run of form, you've got to either drop him from the team or put him on the, on the bench and bring him on as a late impact sub. Of course, if there's something deeper going on, you know, any sort of mental health or psychological issues, uh, then obviously it's up to the club to get somebody to speak to him, whether that's Ralph Ragnick or his teammates or his family, whoever. Obviously it wasn't quite that deep of a situation. Um, and, you know, me, me, I, I was looking at Rashford at the time of when he was performing badly and thinking, OK, I, I know this guy can um, can perform, he can do something. This isn't just like, oh, Rashford's just, turned into a terrible player like every player can have their bad game and obviously we've got certain players that need to be sold but Rashford isn't one of them and I think these last two games have 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 proved that in terms of you just got to do something you just you got to do something different with a player that's out of form if if you've got a player that's out of form and you keep starting them over and over and over again and they keep performing badly over and over and over again then you're doing the wrong thing with that player so I'm really glad actually that Ralph 
looked at what me and probably some of you had looked at as well in terms of Rashford's a player with pace. And one thing that you can do, one very helpful and very useful thing that you can do with a player with a pace like that, and if they're a bit out of form, or even if they're not, is when you, no matter who you're playing against, how fit the other team is, when you bring a player on in the 60 plus minute, 60, 70th minute, whatever, and they can run at a slightly more tired opposition and cause problems for them. And that's what Rashford's managed to do. You know, he scored an impact goal, which won the game today, and he contributed to the 3 1 win on uh, on Wednesday just a few days ago so it's happened twice now and I'm really really happy for him and I'm really glad that um I don't know if I don't know if Ralph specifically thought the same thing that I did which was impact sub or just I'm going to put him on the bench and bring him on later which is essentially the same thing anyway um because it doesn't it, the, the the phrase impact sub doesn't have to specifically be a player that's fast that comes on when the team is tired impact sub can be just you bring a goal poacher on and they grab a goal in the last minute. An impact sub is more sort of just a player being brought on later to make a later different... Somebody's going to bring something different on or something fresh on uh, to, to the game and to the team uh, late on in the game. It's called, well, impact, so impact sub. But I, I uh, my own definition that I like to see that as is sort of a player who is faster and can run against a, a slightly more tired opposition. Um, that that's specifically where Rashford fits more into to that category, but you can put that phrase onto sort of any player really. Maybe not a goalkeeper, I don't know. But um, yeah, really, really happy for him. Um, I'll talk about the goal in a bit more uh, specific detail when when we get to the, the summary. Not that there's a lot to talk about in the summary. There's actually not very much at all because I was doing again. There's nothing listed here for the uh, the first half. Uh, but just in terms of our performance, because that's like the positive stuff, which is obviously this Rashford impact and the late win. And, you know, if you are a team that's struggling during the game, which we were today, I thought, for certain reasons, um, and you can find that late winner, that can really uplift the team. Um, not in terms of an excuse of like, oh, no, you can play really badly and still win the game late on. Of course, that's not particularly in your control. But... um what what I mean by that is, if you're not in a bad runner form, but if you're not quite, if something's not quite working in that game, and you're not playing horribly, but you're not playing well, and you're not scoring a goal, if you score that goal late on and you win the game like we did today, it can really uplift the, uh, uh, uplift the team, and uh, I think that's really really good for morale and everything. So I'm I'm really really glad the team managed to do that today, especially against West Ham, who we were two points behind. So the team's going to know that obviously. And uh, that's going to be really good. And you could see, you could even see Ralph on on the sidelines getting emotional. But that's what you want. You want that emotional investment. If you've got like your players or your coaches or your manager just kind of sulking and walking around and not caring, then it's not going to really get you anywhere, is it? Uh, whether it's negative or positive emotion, you want you want your the people involved with your club to have some form of emotion towards what's going on. And it was good to see that from him. It was it was really really good. Um. My number one criticism for this team today is we were just too wasteful. Um, we defended quite well, actually. And I was surprised because I was—I did have some worries about Maguire coming back into the team. Um, but I just thought we were so unbelievably wasteful today. Um, players taking pot shots from 20, 30 yards. And it's okay to shoot from that range, but everybody was just everybody was doing it today Ronaldo Greenwood Langer a little bit um Bruno did it quite a few times I thought Bruno was kind of particularly poor today um Delo did it like 
two or three times. Tellers did it a couple of times. Of course, Varane and Maguire didn't really have a shot, per se, because they're the centre-backs. Um, but I just thought everybody was a bit wasteful today, and we really didn't capitalise on our chances. But luckily, we um, made a few impact subs later on. Of course, Martial and Cavani bring brought on as well, which certainly made the difference. Um, and I'll talk about those players more in the in the player ratings there's certainly there's certainly some things to be discussed about Martial after uh, after this game. Um but no, we defended better than usual, which I was very surprised by. De Gea had his least active game, which so so what I've been talking about recently with De Gea being like our most active player because he's saving like 6 7 8 shots a game, which you shouldn't that shouldn't be the case. Uh, I think he made one save today, one that I can remember, which was an Antonio shots uh he sort of like caught a shot on the turn but then it went straight at the hair and it was like no problem that's what you that means that you're defending better because then it means the opposition isn't either isn't getting near enough to your goal or because you're stopping them or because obviously you're just tackling them and stopping them from having shots which is how you defend well so yes we defended a lot lot better today and I'm not quite sure how exactly. I thought Varane was really good. I thought Maguire was like surprisingly good. Um, it was either that or it was a mixture of like West Ham didn't really bring their game as much as we maybe thought. It could be a combination of both things, but it worked out in the end anyway. Um, but no, just really, really wasteful from the team today, I thought, in terms of just shooting from too far, players being a bit too greedy. Um, I will again, when I get to the player ratings, bring up the Greenwood thing. The, the exact same thing that I talked about in the last two games. The same thing is still happening. Um, but no, I mean, it, it, this is a game where, you know, we got the points. It will uplift the team. We've climbed a bit higher in the table, so that's good. Um, but uh be interesting to see where we go from here, I suppose. All right, let's get into the... um summary uh there's nothing listed here for the first half so i'm just going to skip that um the first thing i got well the first thing i got written down is a Maguire yellow card i can't even remember why it happened was that the headbutt in the back of bowen's back i can't remember what that was for i, I don't really remember things like yellow cards unless it's like a last ditch foul and you can debate as to whether it's a red card but nothing like that really happened so um by the way in terms of like last ditch tackles and stuff um we had a few appeals for penalties today i didn't think any of them were penalties really um so yeah uh but rashford being brought on in the 60 what does it say here uh 62nd minute um again good time for an impact sub i thought elanga again had a very good game i disagree with bringing off elanga uh i probably would have brought ronaldo off and put greenwood up front and then shifted somebody else to the right hand side I don't know maybe change the formation or something because um, I don't know if we're quite realising this but Ronaldo at 36 isn't I mean he's supposed to be somebody that starts Ronaldo's not really somebody who's supposed to be playing twice a week 90 minutes and that's how we're using him and I'm noticing Ronaldo getting a little bit sluggish I'm not saying he's like tired um but we got to remember that Ronaldo's 36. And if if people keep saying like, oh, we can't use Matic twice a week for 90 minutes and Matic is only 33. Then why are we doing the same thing with a player who's three years older? Is it because it's Ronaldo and we think it will just work? Um, 
But I, I noticed the particular point in the game where Ronaldo was getting a little bit more tired. And I thought, okay, he's played quite a lot recently. Maybe you should just take him off and just freshen the team. Maybe that's where Ronaldo, uh, where, where Rashford comes on and you keep Alanga on. I don't know. That's just what I would have done. But um, good timing for the substitution. Uh, I agree with the player being brought on, but not the player being brought off. So, uh, again, I like to analyse these substitutions in terms of what I would have done versus what Ralph would have done. I'm gonna agree, I'm gonna agree on some of it, but not all of it. So uh, that's the way that that's gonna go. Then they made a substitution. I don't really care about that. <laughs> and then uh, the 82nd minute, it was it was gonna be frustrating, wasn't it? Because it was like 65 minutes, 70, 75, 77, and that's the point where like I don't know about some of you, but I get a bit anxious in terms of okay, bring the subs on now, do it now, um, and like nothing was happening. We saw a couple of like camera cuts over to Phil Jones being ready to be brought on. I think there was a little bit of a concern about Varane being injured, but um, Jones didn't didn't get brought on. He looked like ready and raring to go, which is good, but uh, that didn't happen. That was just it's strange the way the camera sort of does that sometimes. Is it it will cut over to a player who's like in still in their training kit thing, and obviously they got their shirt on underneath, and you're like, have you warmed up? Have you warmed up enough? Are you ready to be brought on? Like, what's it, sometimes it's difficult to tell what's going on when the when the camera cuts over to and, unless a player actually gets up, takes their jacket off, and they have their main United shirt on, and they walk down, then you're like, okay, now you're being brought on for a substitution. Um, but anyway, never mind. Uh, so Cavani came on for Fred. Um, and Martial came on for Greenwood. And then, of course, following on from that, uh, passage of play. Um, I want to talk about this as like a combined thing because it really was like the last 10 minutes or so of the game. Uh, so Cavani on for Fred, Martial on for Greenwood. And uh, Cavani gets the assist. He caught, of course, passed the ball across to Rashford, who tapped it in. Again, great impact sub, great goal. Uh, good team goal as well. Um, I don't really mind how we score goals, whether it's like individual players or team goals. Team goals are like maybe the preference because you don't want to rely too much on individual goals. That's what we did under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. And, well, we know how that went. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it's a passage of play. Somebody won the ball in midfield, I think. And uh, what was it that happened? Somebody passed the ball. I think Ronaldo passed it to Martial. He sort of drove forward with it. Cavani was drifting to the left. Yeah, and then he passed it sideways. sideways and uh, he crossed it in towards Rashford. Surprisingly, they didn't clear that cross. Because that was quite a long pass, actually. And it's like across the face of their goal. Um, so, Martial. Um, should he stay? Should he go? Does he want to go? Does Ralph want him here? There's, lot, there's lots of questions yet to be answered. All we know from this game. The only question that we know the answer to is... He got bought on. He did have some good passages of play in that 10 minutes. I'm not going to try and take that away from him. He did make a good decision in terms of passing it to Cavani, which led to the goal. Because there's you know multiple players involved with that goal. And if one of them makes a different decision, you might not get the goal. You might not win. Because supposing Martial decided, like, oh, I'm going to cut in on my right foot. Goes to the right, gets tackled. Then you don't score the goal. Same thing with any of those other players. If they make a different decision there and then... In terms of like, oh, I'm going to pass it to this player instead of this one, or take a shot on. You might just lose the ball and not score the goal. So a uh, good bit of decision making from everybody involved there. Good little uh, team goal, and of course, great instincts from Rashford to be on the back post, which is good. Um, I have no idea who was playing where at that point. Um, <laughs> to be honest, uh, yeah, because then you had um, 
Martial, Ronaldo, Rashford. Sorry, you had Rashford, Cavani, Martial, Ronaldo. So, is that four strikers? Right? Rashford, Cavani, Martial, Ronaldo all on the pitch. Fred taken off. Bruno McTominay. I guess it's like a 4-2-4 then. Somebody would be on... I guess Rashford was on the right. Cavani, Ronaldo up front. Martial on the left. And then Bruno McTominay in midfield. Because Fred was taken off. None of our defenders were taken off. So I'm, I'm guessing that's how that would have lined up. But the thing is... So late on in the game at that point. Like your 82nd minute. If you're bringing on a bunch of attackers... You can switch to a bit more of a flexible formation where you, it's just, okay, we're just going to kind of... Uh, you can see what Ralph was doing here in terms of, I'm just going to bring on a bunch of strikers, Cavani, Martial, and obviously Rashford a bit earlier, and just go for the win. And you've got to give him some credit for uh, for doing that. Um, so yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad that worked. Uh, there was a few things in this game from Ralph that I do think worked. I think the Rashford substitution again worked. Um, that's something that we should definitely keep our eyes on in terms of Rashford. You know, does he start the next game? Does he... Uh, get brought on and the same thing happens uh, it's not something that we should keep relying on in terms of Rashford being brought on impact sub for a goal because it might not always happen that's not because of Rashford it just might not always work that way uh, but it's definitely something that's working at the moment um, but I suppose it's that thing with Martial where he's being paid by the club he is available um, and there was obviously conflicting stories in, I think it was the last game or the game before, where like there was a quote from Ralph Ragnett saying that like Marshall, I wanted to pick him, but he didn't want to be picked. And then there was a post, a social media post, like a few hours later from Marshall saying like, I wouldn't disrespect the club. So it's like, okay, who is telling the truth? Because you're both like saying totally opposite things. One of you saying that one didn't want to play and the other one saying that they did want to play. So who's actually telling the truth? Uh, of course, when I talked about that on the podcast at the time, we didn't have Martial's social media post to uh, to bring into the conversation. But at the end of the day, he's still on he's still under contract. He was available. He wasn't injured. wasn't suspended. He was put on the bench. He was substituted on late on in the game. Made somewhat of an impact, which was great. So that worked. So that's a good short term solution to that, or or, or not solution, but good short term like thing to happen but you still got to look at this long term of like I'm not sure how long he's got left of his contract I think it's this summer there's a few players with their contracts running out this summer um and like do we keep him do we build a team around him and some other players like what 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 are we what are we doing like it's great that he was brought on and he made an impact but and that's great for like an in the moment sort of he made the pass Cavani made the pass Rashford scored goal win great but um, I suppose, you know, they'll, they'll sort it out behind the scenes as to what's going on. Because so, there's still this, like, severe offer, but they didn't want to pay all of his wages because his wages are too high because our wage structure is a mess. So, yeah, um, I haven't got the answers to everything. I'm not trying to answer every single problem or situation. I'm just trying to talk about them. I don't have all the answers because I don't work for the club. Um, I'm just trying to talk about, you know, the situations that need to be looked at. But regardless, uh, then of course you had the, the goal which I've already discussed. Uh, in the 93rd minute, there was about 10 seconds left. And uh, good goal. Good stuff. Certainly good stuff. Um, and we can, you know, be happy. We got the win. Not the greatest performance. Not the worst performance. We've certainly played worse than this before. Um, I think West Ham fans have a right to ask some questions about their team 
today as well. I, I certainly would, if I was a West Ham fan, have some questions about their performance today and why they didn't really just uh, turn up. Um, so there we go. Anyway, uh, some other things to get into with player ratings and also housekeeping. I'll be mentioning a recent United cast episode about the wages in housekeeping. So uh, I'll see you all for that in a minute. Hi there and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion. We can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra. You can find the link to our Amazon affiliate link in your show notes. The second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link. If you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice, you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes. They also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well. So if you need help with getting set up, Kualu will be able to help you with that as well. The links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link. If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month and then when it gets to the next month you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice that's $3 level tier that does also of course include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show alright so recently on Entertainment Talk uh, of course did the podcast which was for the free one three one sorry win uh, against Brentford, uh, of course, with uh, quite a fancy goal from uh, Alanga flicking the ball up to his own head. Of course, if you watch the game, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, so there's that one that was good. Uh, Classic Reviews is still continuing. We are already six episodes into this fifth season. <clears throat> and this week's episode is for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the 1990 version, which I believe is the first film in the franchise. There was already comic books and that sort of thing before. But uh, that was great to talk about as well. Uh, Month of Positive Creators is still going on. The fifth and final episode will be going out this Wednesday. Uh, But the fourth episode, which is this week's sort of episode, uh, was for another ASMR artist uh, called uh, ASMR Darling slash Taylor. Her name is Taylor, but her YouTube name is ASMR Darling. Talking all about her videos and the content that she creates on YouTube. Uh, So there's that one. Excuse me. Uh, other United Cast episode that I mentioned as well. Uh, I did a special separate episode, not anything to do with the matches, but to do with Man United's wage and bill structure. So if you want to find out, it's all public information. It was very very easy to look up. Um, I just typed in Man United wages and clicked on the first link, and I went through, talked about uh, the lowest paid player to the highest paid player, who's earning their money, who's not, who's being used in terms of properly their the money that they earn. Uh, it's quite staggering the amount of money that we're paying these players. We we already know that play, 
footballers are paid a lot of money, but our situation is particularly uh, questionable, I think, is, is the word to use. So you can check that one out as well. Uh, what else have we got? I uh, did a must-see review. It's more of a recommendation review. Uh, spoiler-free one for Wentworth Prison. I finished the ninth and final season, or part two of season eight. Uh, and I called it TV's best prison show. I think it's better than Orange's New Black and Prison Break, which are the two sort of popular ones. But uh, if you're in the UK and you want to watch uh, Wentworth Prison, uh, you can find that on Amazon Prime through the Amazon Prime video subscription. You can at least find the first eight seasons they'll probably add season nine later but then you've still got eight seasons to watch anyway so there's that one uh did an actor and actress spotlight episode for ian alexander and hayley steinfeld hayley steinfeld made a big uh splash uh towards the end of the year not only did she have her birthday in december but she also was in two uh, very popular tv shows uh the third and final season of dickinson and of course she's now joined the mcu as an archer uh she is playing kate bishop in the mcu series called hawkeye you can find that on disney plus and ian alexander he uh, played a part in The Last of Us Part 2 as a character called Lev and is also playing a character in Star Trek Discovery at the moment. So two very, very young, pro- young uh, promising talents and it was uh, great to talk about what they've done so far. So if you want to hear me talk about those two uh, people... Uh, you can do that on that episode. Uh, speaking of superhero comic book stuff, the DC game, I gave a must-play rating, spoiler-free review for uh, DC Superhero Girls, which sounds a little bit childish or silly. It's obviously built for a young audience, but uh, anyone can enjoy the game, and I very much did. Uh gave it a spoiler-free review, must-play review, and it was very, very good. Really, really good game. Unfortunately, it's only available on Nintendo Switch, so you'd have to get one of those. Uh, but really, really great game. I thoroughly enjoyed that. It's got the 2-2 podcast against Aston Villa. Uh, CW Superheroes recently, we covered the uh, Flash Armageddon crossover. We also covered the um, Superman and Lois season premiere, season 2, episode 1. And I also covered recently the, uh, what's it called? The uh, pilot episode for Naomi, which is the new Arrowverse-ish CW DC show. So you can check all those things out. You can find those on entertainmenttalk.org. And on podcast platforms, if you search for entertainment talk. Player ratings. Um, Who's my man of the match? I haven't actually figured that out yet. Who is my man of the match? Um, Well, it's not the hair. Because um, last couple of games where I've given him man of the match is because he's been very, very active. And has made about six, seven, eight saves a game. And has saved us from losing the game by about four goals. <laughs> Uh, but he only had one shot to save. I've got uh, usually for this kind of thing with a goalkeeper, you just give them a default like average six because they weren't really tested or involved. But that's also what you want to happen. Um, I think I'm going to give my man of the match to Delo. I think he made a really really big impact today and um, made some very very good runs down the right hand side. Um, linked up relatively well with Greenwood. Again, you've got the Greenwood winger problem, which I'll talk about when I get to him. Uh, but I think I'm going to give it to Delo. Yeah. Um, nobody particularly sort of was like, okay, he massively stands out. You know, you've got to give him man of the match. There was no sort of like 10 out of 10 kind of thing going on with with, with these players today. But I'll, I'll give Delo like, a, what did I say, an 8, I think. I'll give him an 8 and I'll give him my uh, man of the match. Uh, Maguire and Varane, I'm going to give Maguire a 7. thought he was just above average. Uh, surprised me with uh, some of his play. But was uh, better than what I sort of expected. Of course, he sort of attempted to headbutt Jared Bowen. But that's what that is. 
Um, and uh, Varane, I thought, was really good as well today. Uh, so I'll give him a 7 as well. Uh, Tellers. Um, Alex Tellers. What would I give Alex Tellers? I thought he was good. Bit, bit one of the wasteful kind of players, but everybody was sort of wasteful. Um, I think I'll give him like a six. I thought he was was fine. Didn't quite link up with the Langerers quite as well as what he maybe could have. Although that sort of worked. It was a bit kind of middle. Um, but I'd give him like an average six. McTominay and Fred. I thought uh, Fred was a lot better than McTominay. I'm going to give Fred a eight. Um, he's possibly contention for like. Man of the match, maybe. But man of the match in this sort of game doesn't mean you lit the world on fire. It just means that somebody's got to be chosen for that. So, uh, McTominay... Uh, uh, give him a five, I guess. Um, it just... He's just not creative enough. He's just... Like, Fred was getting... Because I, I do like to sort of compare them because they both are in charge of like controlling the midfield, basically. Fred was getting really stuck in, winning a lot of tackles and actually putting in some, like, decent crosses and things like that. Um, but Matomane, just too too many sideways passes yet again, too many backwards passes, looking too nervous on the ball. Um, wasn't dreadful, wasn't as bad as he has been, but just wasn't great, I don't think. Um, this, this, team, this team today was crying out for more creativity and McTominay just didn't offer that I also don't know what we're doing playing him continued as a DM defensive midfielder because it's, that's just not what he does McTominay just doesn't do that um and when I hear people say like oh Fred's box to box and McTominay's like a DM I'm like McTominay's not a DM he hasn't got those I mean Fred you could argue a little bit more box to box he can do that at times I prefer Fred as like a DM more so because he can be very tenacious and get stuck in like he was today. But uh, just <sighs> McTominay's not got those attributes to be a DM. Um, and he just... like, like go, he, he, McTominay's good at getting the ball and driving forward. And maybe picking off a couple of passes and shooting. He is actually very, very good at shooting. That's probably the thing that McTominay's best at. So playing him in a DM role is just weird because it's like the complete op. It's like putting De Gea up front. Like De Gea is not good at finishing or, you know, being having the predator sort of instinct in the box. That's not what De Gea does. De Gea is good at being at the other end of the pitch and saving the shots. Um, so you just like you just. I don't know if it's a case of like we don't have a proper DM. Matic can't play enough. So McTominay's been given that role, but I just think Fred's better suited for that. Um. Because I think I've always said, in regards to Fred and McTominay, if you are going to choose them, and I prefer to not choose them together, I think that those players are better with somebody else next to them. Um, I think Fred needs to be the DM and McTominay needs to be the box-to-box player, because McTominay is much better when he's surging forward with the ball and shooting. That's what he's good at. He's not really great at like link-up play in the way that Bruno sort of is. Or Pogba or Van der Beek. Um, but anyway, so uh, I'll give him a five. Uh, Greenwood, again, same thing from last two podcasts. He's not a winger. I would like people to stop expecting him to have the good attributes of a winger because he isn't one. Um, it'd be like if you took if you took David Beckham, right? David Beckham, fantastic crosser of the ball, really good at shooting. But Beckham wasn't really somebody who was going to like get in the box and be like a poacher. So you wouldn't play Beckham up front, would you? 
Uh, and Greenwood, who's the opposite of that, got the exact opposite attributes, which is he's very, very good at finishing and like getting on the end of crosses and stuff like that and scoring goals. Greenwood's not a passer. Greenwood's not a crosser. Greenwood's somebody who's going to want to just drive into the box and score. So it it does. I mean, it's good that Greenwood's being involved in the team and stuff. And uh, I do need to talk about in a minute the uh, situation with Sancho and Varane. Uh, sorry, not Varane. Uh, Lindelof in in a minute uh, to just to to explain what happened. What what has happened to those two? I'll do that after I talk about Greenwood. Um, but I don't know why people. I'm seeing people online today like, oh, Greenwood's too greedy. Doesn't pass. Well, that's what a winger does. He's not a winger. Um, it's the same issue with McTominay. He's not a DM and we keep playing him there. Greenwood's not a winger and we keep playing him there. Um, very few times I can even remember Greenwood crossing the ball into somebody um, in his whole Man United career. Uh, when I think of like Greenwood's best moments for Man United, it's like scoring a really good goal. Or get or like running through on goal to collect the end of a pass and then score. Um, that's where you need Sancho. Or Alanga's got the attributes of a winger. He sort of stops, looks for the cross. He he put in loads of crosses today. Alanga's a winger. Greenwood isn't. So it's pretty much as simple as that to me. Um, Yes, for those of you who are wondering where Lindelof was today and where Sancho has been for the last uh, two games. Uh, So Sancho unfortunately lost a uh, family member. I think it was his auntie. Um, So uh, my wishes, my my well wishes go out to himself and his family. I hope that they're... uh, Doing the best they can in that situation, of course, grief is something that's very, very difficult to go through. I'm sure we've all gone through it in our own ways with different um, people in our lives, whether it's friends, families, uh, family members, co-workers, whoever, or just somebody that you know, um, or, you know, celebrity deaths, that kind of thing. You know, we all, we all grieve over different people in, our different, in different ways, and it's, uh, it's a very, you know, serious thing to go through. And it can be really, really effective as well. Um, uh, sorry, it can be really affecting uh, towards a person so um you know if greenwood needs uh, sorry not greenwood if sancho needs a little bit of time away uh, i don't know how many games that's going to be of course we've got the winter break so there's no games next week but you know if he's in a state where he's grieving uh we should allow him and give him the time to grieve um because he's not going to be in the right mindset right now to be playing football um but just the same with any person you know people need time to grieve in their own ways hopefully he's okay hopefully his family's okay um because uh, yeah, that's a, that's a very difficult thing to go through. So uh, this will this will be nice and send well wishes to uh, to Sancho and his family, um, to Jaden Sancho. So uh, yeah, my my thoughts go out to his family and uh, Lindelof, uh, Victor Lindelof. Um, apparently, it was during the game on Wednesday. Somebody uh, broke into his. Um, I think it's his wife's, and he's got two children. I'm not exactly sure on like the specifics of his family but I think he's got a wife and two children and uh, their home was broken into his wife was at home uh, alone uh, they, they, they didn't get harmed or anything like that which is good um, you know I've made my, my comments here and there about, about Lindelof and his performance but I, I, I never ever want like you know any of these players to have their family or themselves hurt in any way shape or form I'd never wish that on a player um, you know and especially you know his wife hasn't got anything to do with how good he is at football but uh, anyway regardless of regardless of like my own opinions on Lindelof even though he was very good on Wednesday um uh aside from all that you know I hope he and his family are doing uh, are doing well of course they're both 
unfortunately very bad situations with uh, Sancho and, and uh, Endendloff. Um, bit bit different situations, but they're both like obviously traumatic and bad situations. So my thoughts go out to both of them and their families. Um, hope that they're doing well. Um, I do believe that Lindelof uh, or Victor is his first name. We always refer to footballers as their, as their surnames, but they do have first names as well. But so Victor, um, I believe, is staying with his wife at the moment. Um, I'm not sure if they're in the in the same house or whatever, or, or what's what's going on. Of course, that's their their business to deal with. Um, but let's just send our well wishes to um, Jaden and to Victor and their families because uh, they're both very bad things that they've gone through, and. Uh, yeah, so I just I just wanted to speak about that. I feel like it would be a bit weird if I just completely left that out because me me sitting there talking about like Maguire and Varane playing today, and then this whole right winger thing with Greenwood not really fitting there. I prefer Sancho to play there. So talking about what happened to uh, Jaden and Victor, but um, there we go. Uh, I hope they're both well. Um, I look forward to seeing them both back soon. I, I don't know when that will be. Of course, that will be up to uh, the clubs and their judgment as well. So. Um, we shall see, but um, there we go. All right, moving on to um, <clears throat> moving on to Bruno Fernandez. Um, unfortunately, I've got to go from that to criticizing a player a little bit, but that's just the nature of what I'm doing here. Um, I thought Bruno was very, very wasteful today. Uh, I'm going to give him a five, same as um, who did I give a five to a minute ago? McTominay. Uh, give him a five as well. Just too many long-range shots, too many Hollywood passes. Now, Bruno can be very... Those Hollywood-type passes that Bruno does can be very, very rewarding. But... <laughs> not today. Uh, just too many. I would have probably, like, taken him off or something, honestly. Um, just too many of them. Just it, it, It's at a point, I think, where... Because you've got a midfield of Fred, Fred uh, McTominay and, and Bruno... Uh, one of them's only really creative. Like, Motomane can do bits and pieces here and there. Like, he can pull off a good shot, maybe make a one or two or a few decent passes. But Bruno's really the creator there. So I feel like sometimes that puts... But Bruno maybe feels like there's just too much pressure on him to create something because you've got, like, Ronaldo in front of you. Um, And he maybe just tries too hard with those sort of passes. I'm not excusing him. I'm just trying to look for a reason as to what happens or analyse what happens. And like that happened so much today. I was I was quite disappointed in him. Um, but that's going to happen sometimes. So there you go. Especially when, like, you know, nil-nil. Team's not really creating anything and you feel like it's kind of up to you. Um, I also wonder how he feels about... Cause on Wednesday, when Maguire didn't start, because he did get brought on later, but he didn't start, Bruno had the armband, and now Maguire's just like no issue straight back into the team captain's armband. You gotta wonder how, because I talked about like the the mental side of the game, like how are players feeling, what they're thinking, are they getting on with their teammates? I wonder how Bruno's maybe feeling about that. I'm not saying that that's the reason that he didn't play great today, but. It, 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 things like that that we don't really think of, like who's got the captain's armband, who else wants it, do the players agree that Maguire should have it, etc, etc. You know, you do have some egos in the team, some bigger personalities in the team. Um, so how does Bruno feel Bruno feel about, like, oh, Maguire's just straight back in, captain's armband, and that's the end of it. So you've got, you've got to wonder about some of these things, maybe. So, anyway... Uh, Alanga, I'm going to give an 8-2. I thought it was really good again. I'm really, really liking seeing him break out into this first team. Because he's had is that three starts now he's had in a row, I think. He has been substituted a few times. But he's starting games and he's making a big impact. And he's getting some crosses into the box. 
Um, still a few, you know, wonky decision make. Uh, uh, a few poor decisions made here and there. His decision making can obviously improve, but he's very young. Um, he's what like nineteen. I think he's even younger than Greenwood himself. Uh, so you've got to just like understand where he's at in his career. But I, I think he's making some really good progress, and uh, I look forward to seeing him play again. So we're going to give him an eight. Uh, Ronaldo, I just thought, really looked really sluggish today. Uh, give him like an average six. Should have maybe scored. There was a cross that Bruno put in, which was like the one good pass Bruno made. Ronaldo maybe should have gotten on the end of it, because that's kind of the idea, which is where you have Greenwood, Alanga and Bruno giving Ronaldo service. He was given a bit of service, not as much as maybe he should have had, but maybe he should have scored, maybe he shouldn't, I don't know. Um... But I just I, I I wonder if we're running him into the ground a bit, you know. Um, but anyway, that's Ronaldo, so I'm going to give him what did I say? An average six, I think. Yeah. All right, let's talk about substitutions. Where are they? Where's substitutions? There they are. Uh, all right, Cavani came on. Um, see, the problem is with these su- oh, problem is with these subs is Cavani came on, made a bit of an impact, assist for Rashford's goal. Marshall came on. He was the one that passed the ball to Cavani to pass it to Rashford to score the goal. So he's got like the second hand assist. Well, I, I, I don't know what you'd call that. The player that passes it to the player that passes it to the player that scores. I don't know what you just the player that passed the ball. But Marshall made like a couple of good decisions and stuff there. And then Rashford scored as well. But they weren't on the pitch for very long. I guess you give them like sixes or sevens I suppose. Because they did make an impact. Which is the whole point of them types of players being brought on. So they did a good job with what they were tasked to do. But... It doesn't give you a 10. <laughs> uh, but um, anyway, I'll give him like 7s or something. Yeah, I think that's that's pretty fair. So there we go. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to bother talking about Donny. I just, I, I, I can't be bothered to talk about that anymore. I've talked about it so much. Everybody's talked about it so much. Talked about it to death. Why is he not being brought on? What's going, what's, what's happening? Um, yeah. And again, it, it, you know what I talked about with like, the players that are warming up. He was on the sidelines next to, I think it was Matic and Rashford. Some there was like three players that were running up and down the sidelines, warming up, but not used again. Not even brought on for two minutes. So yeah, I don't know what's going on there. But anyway, because uh, it says here, just a bit of an update: missing players. Uh, Eric Bailey, uh, national selection. He is offered um, Afcon, African Cup of Nations. I have no idea how that's going. I haven't tracked it to be honest. Um, but hopefully that's going well. Uh, Victor Lindelof, personal reasons. Paul Pogba, thigh injury. Jaden Sancho, personal reasons. Luke Shaw, thigh injury. And Wambasaka, illness. What sort of illness has Wambasaka got? Because um, I think all those COVID cases have cleared up now. Remember when, like, I think it was like, 11 of our players had, like, loads of our players had COVID at one point, and there was two games that were called off. That seems to have gone by, but what is Wambasaka's illness? Surely it's not just a cold. Um, but I suppose you've got to be careful in this day and age with things like that. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what that's what that's about. Some people said like, oh, Ralph's lying. He's not ill. Why would he lie about that? <laughs> Why would he? Yeah. Anyway. Um, there we go. All right. Uh, so those of you that have got any thoughts, feelings, questions, comments... Um, what do you think of the situation with Greenwood? Do you think we were too wasteful today? What do you think of the impact sub things that I mentioned? Um, and everything else that I mentioned as well. Uh, Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org, Twitter, eTalk UK, does contact page, 
and information in your show notes. Also, if you're listening on the website version of the podcast, uh, of the episode, sorry, you can scroll down a little bit on the website version. Um, there's a big email box. You can put your email and your message in there. That will get sent to me as well. There's also, there's also just a clickable email um, a clickable email name that you can use. Uh, next game is Friday the 4th of February. So just under two weeks time. Uh, so there's a course. So the week, obviously it's the 22nd today. Monday starts on the 24th. Friday's on the 28th. So there's no games in that week. No games next weekend, which is the tw- 29th and 30th. And then we return Friday um, the 4th of February at 8, which is the FA Cup game against Middlesbrough. Then the 8th and 12th of February, which is a Tuesday. And then Saturday. Those games are at 8 and then 12.30. So those are the next few. So United Cast will go on a little bit of a break. Just a small break. We'll have, of course, our other things uh, would, that, we'll be, that we'll be doing. Sorry. Uh, in the meantime, uh, Gaming Talk returns on Tuesday. I'm going to have a lot of big things to talk about as well. There's there's a little purchase made in the gaming world, so we'll be talking about that. You know, a, a few quid was, was, was spent, a few dollars was spent recently in the gaming industry. Um, so we, we'll be doing that on Tuesday. Look out for that. I'm also going to be giving my impressions of something new that I've got in the world of games. Uh, so look out for that. That's Tuesday. And then, of course, Classic Reviews. Uh, Month of Positive Creators continues Wednesday. I've got a couple of films I want to review as well. So look out for all that kind of stuff. I'm trying to get a screening for um, Scream. But uh, we'll see how all that goes. Uh, in the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org. TV, video games, films, Manchester United podcast. So take a look at all of those. A uh, bunch of things we've done recently as well. I read out a bunch of them in the housekeeping section. So you can listen to those if you want to. Uh, in the meantime, um, if you want to find your newest TV and film news, uh, David's got you covered of, over on geektown.co.uk and Geektown Radio. Those episodes come out on Tuesdays. There's two new ones for this year. Last week's news podcast, or I guess this week's, and then last week's uh, Geek Town Awards um, results. So check those out. Uh, but if you want to support Entertainment Talk on the podcast, you can either listen to more episodes that we've done, either on entertainmenttalk.org or find us in your favourite podcast platforms. You can also spread the word of mouth around. And, uh, sorry, spread the word of mouth. Yep, do that thing. Uh, you can either tell people what we do and where they can find it, either by just telling them or social media, sharing them around, that type of thing. That really helps. Um, Patreon, $1, $3 level tiers, add free podcast review options. Take a look at those as well if you'd like to. For that, I uh, already mentioned where you can get the Geek Town stuff. Geektown.co.uk, Geektown Radio. Uh, Bex is streaming daily pretty much over on Twitch. Trista Bytes, uh, Trista, B-Y-T-E-S. Go and give her a follow over there. For all of her very good stuff, she's still doing the Tomb Raider things Monday at 7, I believe. So uh, take a look at those. I've also made a little bit of a comeback on Twitch as well. I don't know when my first Pez Coach Mode thing's going to be. It might be this week thursday of course there's no football so that will kind of be a decent substitute so look out for that um as well uh, that's twitch etalk uk over on twitch go and give me a follow over there and if you've missed any of the streams i do need to i do need to put some things up on youtube that's uh, entertainment talk plays for some cod clips um and other streams as well recently so take a look at that all right let's enjoy the break uh good win before the break that's good and uh yep yeah. I'll see you all on the 5th of Feb- 4th of February, Friday, two weeks Friday, whatever that date was. Uh, thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs> 